No, it, it's a it's a role, it's a role playing game. It's, it's like Legend game? of the Five Rings. Oh, okay. It's it it it, it, I mean, it was messed up, man. Because it's kind of like it's a fantasy world that where the black people it, are slaves. Not even no, <laughs> no black. That's it's not like, fantasy. It's, it's like it's, it's like, like it's, it's, it's like based Europe, on true events. It's, it's, <laughs> it's based on it's like a world where Europe and there's no Africa. Oh, no word. India, no, no. Yeah. Is this the one you were telling me about? It? <laughs> no, no. I've never heard yeah. of it. Scythe? Is that what Yeah, Scythe. That's different. Yeah. I was like, damn, dude. There's a new world. Yeah. There's. There's a little bit, hey. like, all the brown people live in, like, one little desert yeah. nub. Oh, on the end of the doesn't sound like so a new like, world yeah, at all. Everybody want to be black. Nobody want to be black. Like yeah. like then there's, then there's, like a, a then there's an Asia. Yeah. Yeah. Legend of the Five world. Rings. It's like the, yeah, the, so the Five Rings is an Asian thing, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I did like L5R, though. I can't front. Yeah. Damn. It's racist as hell. Yeah. <laughs> Begin podcast. Another episode coming at you here. Um, you know, like we always do, we're gonna talk about the nerdiest things that could be nerdified on Planet Nerd. Um, <laughs> I am the host of this fun event. Uh, my name is Catalyst. Um, I got the crew with me today. Right across from me, I got Laser Beam trying to keep the DCEU alive. What's up? <laughs> you can't do it on your own, son. <laughs> Stop trying to be God. Um, my man. <laughs> my man. <laughs> Man. What up, what up? This is your boy Double Black coming at you, trying to make sure that everyone knows the DCEU is dead and not coming back because it's horrible. Cord runner blurred, and I disagree. There's a, there's a it's resurrection. It's resurrection time. Resurrection. Yes. Aquaman's going to do it. Aquaman's so, going to do it. Phoenix. Today, oh, man. For, for once, I guess, not for once, but uh, we're, we're not going to talk about any movies. Um, we're going to start off with a TV show that's going to hit Netflix. We're going to kind of, I guess, have a Netflix-centric episode. Um, we're going to start with The Witcher. Um, I am very near and dear to the games, so the crew's just going to kind of ask, ask some questions. We're going to talk about the controversy surrounding the franchise at this point. And as you mentioned, you know, Henry Cavill has left the DCEU to, oh, I guess, kind of tentatively not official to, yet, to go and play Geralt. So, uh, yeah, um, what's yeah. popping begin, guys? I got to say, Netflix has been putting out some content. Like, if you want... If you want genre content, it's 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 really a, a place. Yeah. All the streaming services, really. But. Yeah, but mm-hmm. yeah, Netflix. They, I mean, they got good dramas, good comedies, good fantasy, good sci-fi. Like, I always find like you know, I'm constantly watching either like stand up or like the Ozarks for drama or Black Mirror for sci-fi. Like they always doing well. Something. So what's what is this Witcher thing? Like I've 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 heard so, the game. It's supposed to be really good. Uh, as far as the franchise the show looks goes, good. it was originally a bunch of books. 
that were written uh, uh, quite some time ago in Europe. Um, I'm not sure where in Europe. Poland. But, uh, yeah, Poland, yeah. Um, <clears throat> uh, I mean, I'm not sure what like exact year, but it was about a school of, I guess, sorcerer-like males that were dedicated to fighting monsters. Literally, their only job is to fight monsters for coin. Um, so if you weren't paying them to fight a monster, they're not necessarily motivated. Um, and they all kind of range from different levels of skill. They're all taught the same thing, but they, they, they range from extremely skilled and, and masterful in the craft to, you know, not really built for being a witcher. Um, so throughout that, they, they find themselves uh, intertwined in like political turmoil and large events in the world around them. Um, and the game kind of centers around one specifically, and his name is Geralt. So. Okay. Okay. And cool. Henry Cavill's going to be playing. Apparently so. so. a Netflix Apparently show so. that's uh, greenlit. It's going to be called The Witcher. It's based on these books, based on these games. And. There was talk of other people playing the main role, but then... There was a guy cast. There, then within a few weeks, Henry Cavill... He expressed yeah, interest. interest. He said that he was, yeah. uh, as a child, uh, enthralled with the Witcher series because yeah. he's from England. Yeah. Um, Australia. Australia? Really? No, he's, no, from, he's, he's from England. He's English. English. Yeah, yeah. No, he's, he's English. English. He's English. Yeah, he's English. English. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so he... Uh, you know, found these books as a child and apparently expressed that he was in love with them and could play Geralt as though no one else could because he knew he knows the character personally. Sure. Um, and, and so they fired a dude. They fired a dude. <laughs> and that's, that's no one's officially come out and said that. I read a bunch of articles initially when this whole thing was first starting to be an idea that that's the case. Um, and I kind of tend to believe it because from what that's, I started to oh, hear, Hollywood goes. it was starting to get solidified. So right. Yeah. So yeah. So uh, the thing I, I'll just throw in that I thought was interesting is from like a meta perspective pulling back is that his manager is The Rock's ex-wife who's also The Rock's manager and Her name is Denny Garcia And if you notice Go how ahead. The Rock has gotten certain roles and especially gotten to a certain level is he will publicly say he's interested that's like a new tactic like it used to be actors of a certain caliber would just let things come to them they wouldn't right. publicly express like hey i really want to do this or put it on like instagram like with a picture of the character they want to be but you know a few years back if you remember the rock was like you know i want to be either shazam or black adam or involved in that and then the next thing you know he's cast in the movie and like all that kind of stuff or he wants like i want to play doc samson okay and so that creates a lot of um interest or sorry um and so now Henry Cavill's kind of doing that same move with, you know, he's leaving the DCU, which is seen as, like, kind of a dead or dying sort of franchise and being like, oh, you I'm You just shut really... your damn mouth. <laughs> hey, it's, man, you're out of It's mind. definitely on an ICU. It's rough. It's rough. People are definitely phoning home about the <laughs> exactly. DCU. Yeah. All, right. all they got is Wonder Woman, man. That's all and they potentially got. potentially Aquaman. But anyway, let's... You're out of your mind, Bruce Wayne. But All right, so... So, so like, to just see... For me, personally, seeing Henry Cavill do that maneuver was kind of like, oh, he's kind of like, you know, The Rock's manager is, is you know that's kind of her brand is like she's you moving know, the same tactic yeah she's trying to do yeah. that and because like literally we were talking about it on facebook and then like a week later it's it's, it's reality it's yeah, reality because you were like no nah, i like the dude that they cast and it would be cool and uh, it'd be cool like, to see somebody new get the thing yeah. another big issue i have with henry cavill is he's very much so clean cut i'm i know you can do you know wonders with makeup and all the kinds of stuff of hollywood but like 
a witch is not supposed to be clean cut, man. He lives by the, the wilderness. That's what people said about Heath Ledger. Sleeps with like dirty women and like <laughs> oh, kills my. monsters and yeah. stuff. Like, like a witcher is a, a ruggedly like not appealing kind of dude. Lizzie Reman has a point know. though. They said the same thing about Heath Ledger and the You're Joker. Right. Yeah. That he was too clean play. He's uh, ten things I hate about you. He can't play the Joker, right. like you right. know, and all this. And then like it's, it's called acting. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> like, you know. we'll see. Yeah. But no, I I would love it if one way or the other. If you're right and like yeah, he's like, I, I just, he's just and, and shows so up. Another big thing for me yeah. is it was supposed to be a long running thing. They were scheduled to try right, and book right. a contract. Well, how many how many games have there been and how many books have there been? Ah, uh, books. I'm gonna have to look up. Um, sure, well, at think, least three. I was gonna say. I think there's like four. Books. I think there's a whole bunch. Actually. Yeah, there's a bunch of Witcher there's, books. I think there's uh, he, uh, the, the writer there's once like, he became successful, he wrote like a book a year. And then like there's decade. like oh, okay. then there's yeah. comics. He's like, like all this is how stuff. I live. <laughs> like, oh, okay. Yeah, hey, pump man, out hey, the books. Man. Yeah, John. Hey, do you, baby? Yeah, not mad at you. Keep making it. So there's at least I think like Brandon Sanderson that shit. Yeah, exactly. Five books a year. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, but video like, games, there's, there's three s- video games, right? Seven, of, seven books. Okay. Seven, seven books. books. Yeah. Seven okay. books. Cool. Yeah. Looks like. But, um, so, uh, there's three games. Um, I mean, as far as content goes, you can probably turn all three of them games into about five games. Um, yeah. They're really great. Um, game of the year, the twice third, in a row. Yeah, twice in a row. Third game being one of the best games ever for yeah. real like it's one just um, among gamers it's one of the most we probably wouldn't games. have breath of the wild if it wasn't for <laughs> witcher 3 which is yeah. you know a big thing to say um and it just you know it did a lot of things for you know games that really made an impact for the decisions you make like killing people is never like a light thing in the witcher it will change how you can talk to people and like missions you complete and like things you can overall do by the end of the game um, so they, they they were great. So the um, storytelling aspect was was on it was another just level. Just as good. Um, so well, one of the funny things is a lot of people started the series at the second game. I have played through all three games in their entirety, um, and the first game actually tries a little too hard to tell the story. Mm-hmm. Um, and so um, they're all big, long, epic stories. But the prologue of the first game is like nine hours long. Jesus. Oh man. <laughs> it's like For a you, you 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 start to good. you Why start to level doing? you start to get well into well, the, yeah. the power tree. Like well into it. Like yeah. multiple powers into the power tree before it's like this was the prologue. Here's the real game. And like you think you actually like accomplish the things. Like this is the map. Like it's not gonna get you know, and then you find out, oh shit, there's like a kingdom <laughs> and shit. I'm in right. the woods still. Like I'm still not they didn't even let me in the the kingdom exactly. yet. I'm out in the suburbs um, right now. So uh, it, it was definitely a series that was started in uh, I guess hopeful uh, ambition because the combat system in the first game was some garbage, okay. um, and I'll admit that as a huge fan, it you it's 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 yeah. serviceable. Like you, you're not gonna sure. like be like I don't want to play this game because of it, but it definitely wasn't the best thing in the world. It was timing based, and so like Geralt would just swing his like knife around, and you'd have to like figure out when the right time was to hit the button <laughs> and there was no indication of when like his it would light like his sort of light up a little bit and you could hit the button um so 
you get through the game. It's it's fun. There's not a ton of combat situations where it becomes a big deal. Um, and then the second game was marvelous, like mm. absolutely marvelous. It was pretty linear. It wasn't as open world as like you would expect. Um, and it, as people know, the third one to be, but mm-hmm. it was it was great. Like uh, it tells a story about Geralt getting framed for being a, an assassin of one of the most notable kings in the kingdom um, because he was actually hired to be his uh, personal like bodyguard. Um, so it was really, really dope as a story and everything, like to figure out what's actually going on. If you've never played the game, I won't give you spoilers, but you know, everything turns out to be, you know, not what it seems when you figure out who actually does it and stuff. Um, shout out to Lethro for anybody who actually does <laughs> know. Um, sorry, Letho. What up, my man, Letho? Letho, I no see you, R baby. in it. Letho, oh, just Letho, just Letho. Letho? Um, mm-hmm. Yep. Um, for anybody who does know the series, because he's one of the more iconic characters in it. Um, and you get to meet all these cool people along the way. You get to sleep with sorceresses and, like, weird demon ladies and stuff like that. Sounds dope. You know? I just remember, like, I watched the trailers for both when it was Witcher 3 and then the DLC that came out for the game in a year. Which one? There's two DLCs. Uh, I think the second one. The second one. The first one is, I believe, it's like blood on the leaves or something like yeah. that. And the second one is like yeah. he's fighting this like harpy witch lady. That's the vampire in one the barn. Like. Yeah. That shit is dope. That's as the fuck. vampire one. There's, <laughs> okay. a, there's a second one after that yeah. called like Hearts of Stone. Yeah, which is really dope too. Yeah, uh, actually, no. What Hearts of the, Stone is first. That do the the blood yeah. one is second. Do the games track with the books in terms of the storyline? Is that what they are? They track somewhat what the storyline does, but the storyline is supposed to kind of fill in the holes, and they're all different adventures of what Geralt does. So the cool thing about A Witcher is the process transforms the human being involved, and they typically don't die naturally. Um, So Geralt's been alive for at least 100 years. Mm. Um, So the books kind of all take place in different aspects of his life, like... You know, he realizes, oh shit, there's a monster I gotta go and kill. And that book's about how it was to kill that monster. Or the movie, I'm sorry, not the movie, but the the game is like, you know, he reluctantly decides to come out of hiding and work with this politician or this king or something, and it backfires. And now there's a whole large story around it. Okay. Um, uh, so like it, 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 every every situation is kind of in, individual. It's it's kind of like a Final Fantasy thing, except for it's all based in one one character. overarching world. So it seems like it could lend itself to a to a show like a Netflix show. Oh, each, for sure. Like so, I, what I'm intrigued to see is episode is like a where they place self contained story. Yeah. You know, like, that's but that's what I'm intrigued to see is where does Geralt comes in? He can be a fledgling Geralt. You know what I'm saying? Right. Just, Just learning the Witcher craft. He don't even know all the signs. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's never fought, you know, one, so any of the larger monsters. Like, he's never fought a golem. He's never fought, like, uh, you know, I don't know. What's another big thing? They got some weird monsters. They names. got griffins in there. They do have a griffin, but those things aren't that hard to, to drop. Um, they got, like, big big monsters that there's werewolves like werewolves are hard because they're so fast like you know what I'm saying do they have like, a basilisk uh, yes yeah they have yeah. basilisks and stuff like that they have yeah so like pretty much like all of your old folklore monsters yeah, are in this world and that's what he kills and trolls, stuff like that I'm sure I'm they got some weird and like they have their own weird takes on them and stuff like yeah. that you know yeah, yeah they gotta so, like make it their own thing yeah yeah that's cool um, Polish yeah <laughs> um, so, so yeah that gets into the, the next part which is how the controversy surrounding the... Oh, we can get in that, but I want to talk more about Henry Cavill. 
Okay, yeah, we yeah. He's just too clean cut for the, the role, man. Like the, the, the put a make put a, put a scar on him. He'll be fine. Put a scar. He, he has to have a scar. Like Geralt. So one of the big things about Geralt is at some yeah. point, I I'm not sure. Maybe someone's read more of the books than I have, and I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure the games don't explain it. Um, but they're long. Maybe I forgot some like minuscule detail. But the, he has a large scar on his face, and that's never really explained as to why he has the large scar. So uh, my my thing about Henry Cavill is uh, apparently I just heard. Um, uh, that he, if he does this Netflix show, it's only going to be an eight mini, uh, eight episode miniseries. Is what right. he's trying to push, as opposed to being a like just a continuous thirteen yearly, thirteen yeah. episodes, thirteen right. season, one yearly season. Show. See if it does well. If it does, get a second season. Right. Kind of thing. Yeah, and because he's in this constant negotiation with his manager and with WB with about the DCEU, like I feel like that's my main problem with him doing this show is that he could leave it in limbo potentially because he's like monkey barring his career yeah. and I don't even see like yeah, that's the one thing just in, like, like I feel like he could sabotage this show right. because he's off doing other things but even business wise I mean if you're you know. if you're Henry Cavill I, I don't really understand why you're you know if you if you can do movies why why would you be doing TV yeah that's a bad that's a career drop that's, that's a, a that's a at, at, at least unless he has some at best that we know, but this is gonna be the most mm-hmm. epic thing since Game of Thrones. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Even like, Game of Thrones, even the top TV show doesn't compare to like, you know, the MCU to to like. Any, yeah, man. Like, I mean, playing even the DC playing Superman is an iconic role. You know? Even yeah. if I mean, one. I mean, the amount he. I mean, unless he wants a list money. Right, you know, yeah. for, which is a big part of the negotiation deal. He wants yeah, more money as, he, as Superman. He wants more money as Superman. That, that, yeah. And, and, so, that's and when, so far, WB is like, nah. Nah, we're not doing that. <laughs> and so, so, yeah, and like, I don't think, I think playing Superman, it's always playing roles like Superman, Batman, that level, uh, Wonder Woman, it's it's a double-edged sword and stuff like that because like if it doesn't pop as well as you want it or the well as they think you want like other deals aren't coming knocking and stuff like that like gal gadot she's not doing anything besides wonder woman so here's the big deal with all of those characters those characters drive the franchise that they stand behind Mm -hmm. there's no superman without superman you feel me like there's no superman movie without superman Geralt actually doesn't talk very much at all like unless he has to or unless yeah, he's a, a strong silent he's type he's like super super silent yeah. so Henry Cavill is really just gonna be acting with his body about it just emoting you know what I'm saying like, and like doing stuff like that yeah. like I'm more intrigued to see who they cast as like Yennefer or mm-hmm. uh, like his girlfriend like or, or Vesemir who is his teacher um, who run who helps kind of run the, the Academy of Witches at, at times and stuff like that like I'm, yeah. I'm intrigued to see the who supporting plays. cast yeah like there's the well I guess um, if he it just has to stand around and not do much. He'll probably do fine. Yeah, I mean, sure. he's like, who's he's gonna play? Decent. Who's gonna play Zoltan? Like, yeah. you know what so I'm he's saying? he's a he's, he's an impo- a, he's you a, see Mission Impossible. No, I didn't see that. Yeah, he's 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 a solid presence in Mission Impossible. Yeah, I mean, he's good. I, I mean, see so now that you said because like kind of watching the trailers and some of the cinematics like put together into small movies on YouTube, he is a man of very few words. Gareth, when I watched it. Um, and that's like so. I'm getting a Judge Dredd kind of ting- tingle yeah. in my brain because like Judge Dredd, you know, historically in those comics, you know, for 30 years is a character that doesn't say much, right? He doesn't talk. He just, you know, I am the law. He never takes his helmet off. 
do cast the rest of Stallone in him, he's a chatterbox. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he's taking his helmet off. He's like, can't cover up the moneymaker. And he's talking. On, and so it's a betrayal of the character. Um, but then, but then you, you get the, Carl Urban. You get Carl Urban, and he's like, perfect. Oh, yeah. <laughs> exactly. He's like, perfect. He's like, mama's not the law. I'm the law. And so he becomes that character. And so I'm kind of 50 50 because Henry, if usually when people are this wedded and this tied to. The character and personally invested, they want to do a good job. They should cast Neil Patrick Harris as Dandelion. Hot take. Bam. <laughs> I'm with, I'm for it. I know what it is. Sounds amazing. Uh, All those, I know is MPH is. So for those who don't know, <laughs> Whatever. Dandelion is a character throughout at least the games, uh, a couple of the books, that is a bard. Like he sings and like sells I stuff that. and tries to like, <laughs> tries to like, Fair enough. You know, woo the ladies on a regular basis. He's already stuff. doing that. Yeah. Limited snicket. That's what, yeah. fine. Put him in this. <laughs> he, would be, he would be yeah. a great dandelion. And his, yeah. his Barney character yeah. in uh, Friends. But the cool yeah. thing about dandelions, he always, <laughs> like, yeah. so Geralt <laughs> will be concerned with this larger overarching arcing plight. Like, they, they think I murdered the king, or I have to figure out how to make it so the community doesn't think that the Nilf guardians were the ones who like sabotaged the old kingdom and stopped this like persecution and then he hears all of a sudden it from, sounds like, like this world is pretty pretty complicated it's super complicated it's and like everything pretty, that pretty you deep. do you makes can't it different. do it in eight episodes no there's no way you can do it in eight hour and a half episodes but um you know uh, all of a sudden he'll hear from one of the sorcerers through like some mental like communication that dandelion is in danger because he was trying to sleep with some chick that was part of the royal contingency and he wasn't supposed to be in the kingdom. Damn it, Dandelion. And now they got him in the dungeon. And so, like, he got to take out from trying to stop this, yeah, like, yeah. political shit and to go save Dandelion. Like, no, that sounds like jail. MPH. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, like, yeah. like, I think he could do it. Neil yeah. Patrick Harris should play Dandelion. Anybody who knows the game would probably agree. Yeah. Um, and he's one of the coolest characters. Um, so, the other controversy, right. though, yeah, is, yeah, is the, uh, the casting and the showrunner leaving because of the casting. Uh, casting of a specific character, Siri or Cirilla. Um, oh. She is the adopted daughter of Geralt, adopted. I guess. Yeah, um, he finds her, like, after one of the large wars in the kingdom there, and they quickly realize she's special. Um, mm. I'm not going to ruin what exactly she is, which you find out at the end of The Witcher 3's main campaign. Um, but she has like these crazy powers that allow her to like, like switch back and forth between dimensions and move crazy fast and like attack like powerfully. Oh, so uh, she's like Jack Jack from The Incredibles. Kind of like Jack, like, <laughs> you, like he goes through c- celestial Jack Jack. Like she's wild. Like some, some some of the stuff she can do. Like and so it's weird. Like Geralt tries to protect her, but most of the time, like she knows what she's doing more so than Geralt. So like. He'll get oh, wow. somewhere to try and protect her, and she's like, "I'm, I'm, I was there days ago." You know. So what's Josh the controversy? Whedon, Josh Whedon should direct this. Yeah, yeah. What's the, so con- the controversy what's is the controversy? that they cast her as a, or oh, they put out an advertisement for casting of a person of color to play Cirilla. Whoa. And yeah, yeah right. That, she's fictional. Why is that? Um, why is that controversial though? She is a. Always she's something. a white woman in the games with video gray game. hair. Um, she's a, yeah. She's like like literally the definition of white. Like, yeah. yeah. She's like uh, like white. She's like, and that white, white. It's yeah. it's supposed to like be a big deal in the but people game. race bend. I mean that's a Lord, modern thing. People Lord. race bend all the time. Yeah. It's kind of yeah. like getting back for all those years of whitewashing. Yeah, yeah. but she's mm. like uh, I'm looking it up now here. I'm pretty sure she's Deadshot. 
Check it out. I'm pretty sure Deadshot. Yeah, but uh, yeah, that's, that's a little easier to make that exactly, that yeah. got there. But uh, pretty sure. Halle Berry, yeah. Catwoman. Yeah, so oh, like, don't say oh, that. Oh, we're like, trying show. to do this. Come on, man. <laughs> I gotta throw uh, Scarlett Johansson. Uh, Ghost in the Shell. Ghost in the Shell. So, you for that. So her hair is like ashen gray, and they call her the ashen the gray. ashen one. And oh. so uh, you can't do that with a woman of color. But this is exactly <laughs> so. But this um, is this supposed to be like a Polish mythology or a set yeah, a medieval yeah, yeah, Poland yeah. kind of thing? Yeah. And so um, a lot of Polish a, people are upset about this. And no, who no one knows. Like she might not have been black. She might have been Asian. You know, she could have been. You know, there's this person of color. But yeah, you know, it happens all the time when they try and race bend characters or. You know, not even they just introduce. You know, to go back to you know Finn when they cast a black stormtrooper, like the internet lost his goddamn mind, or yeah. when Donald Glover was like rumored to be Spider-Man. You know, Miles Morales, you know, style. People were just like freaking the fuck out, and you know, you know, there are pockets of nerdness that are very progressive and accepting, but there are also like some. Yeah, sometimes louder, um, maybe smaller number, but more people really care about the 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 lore that they invest themselves in, and so Um, so you you can't change the the character at all. Yeah. Um, So uh, that was a big deal, and it was such a huge deal uh, that the current showrunner, or I guess former showrunner at this point, stepped down from the show, Hmm. which is another thing other than Henry Cavill that like kind of kills my excitement because like to be honest. Like, I'd be more excited to know that there's a showrunner that knows enough about the lore to stick behind their decisions that they make for the show. Yeah. And so if you were putting out an advertisement for yeah. a person of color, like, you knew you were doing something really awesome with this story you're going to tell or this this type of the story you're going to tell. And for that person to buckle under the pressure of some idiots online, like, making a big deal about it, says a lot to me. You but know maybe they'll bring somebody on who's just going to toe the line and do... That's my what, that's my bigger the, thing. It's like you know what I'm saying. Like they get a bunch of generic people to play these parts and like have yeah. them have them really not bring the essence of this world It'd be out. Really flat. You know what I'm saying? Like I honestly feel like The Witcher is is the world that Game of Thrones should be. You know what I'm saying? And like if it's done mm-hmm. well or presented properly, it can really kind of capitalize on that whole like market because yeah. Game of Thrones is going to well, be like, done that's soon the, I mean yeah. what's, that's what's going to happen with yeah, Game of Thrones so like Game yeah. of Thrones operates on this like big high level with the lords and the kings and like all that kind of stuff right. and it never really focuses on like the common everyday people every once in a while they focus on like one soldier and his story for a little bit or like one priest and their story for a little bit and that's what the spinoffs are going to be because HBO is like we're, we're going to milk this for all it's worth so they're going to do these like stories of like one night and because people get interested and like attached to these like you know everyday people they got all like, the costumes and yeah co- the and costumes like and the that. sets and so made. that's what the Witcher is the Witcher is like operating on like you know he's kind of like working with kings and stuff like that but he's not the king he's not a high lord he's yeah. he has no affiliation to exactly, anything it's exactly. about the dough and if so you got the coin can, and Geralt can, is yeah. coming through exactly. or if it's if it's some ladies you know yeah. what I'm saying and if people and people can connect with that like you know, Geralt will sleep with uh, like succubus if it's about that's the money. dangerous no he so there's they a mission the hiv, there's a mission where you sleep <laughs> with a succubus <laughs> to kill her you, like, you, yes. you sleep with her to make her think that you're in love with her, but because right. of your witcher abilities, you can't fall for like the the the, the, the lore of I guess the uh, the luring uh, of a, a succubus, a succubus. Yeah. and uh, you end up like getting in a fight with her because she realizes that she didn't have you hooked. <laughs> but no, I gotta I gotta say though, like you know, I want to play that mission. I love the Lord of the Rings. I love Middle Earth. 
It's racist as hell, but I can oh, yeah. I can separate myself from yeah. that. Oh, it's yeah. super so, racist. So you know what? I don't I even think, think this is a racist I'm thing. I'm okay like with game? keeping the Witcher white. Let yeah. let keep let the Witcher there be is white. Literally not a black person in white. all yeah. three games. Yeah, right. there yeah, is not thing, one black human that's being one of my, in all three games. That, and if you really mad as a nerd about yeah. all of that shit, where was the outrage on that? Like, so like that was actually one of my beefs with Game of Thrones is that they race bended a character, and I thought they shouldn't have. This guy Salador San who's like a friend of uh, Sodarvo Seaworth. And in the books, he's <laughs> described basically as Santa Claus. He's this big, jolly pirate, white beard, big black bu- buckle. Like, he's like a black beard, but his beard is white. So he's basically Santa Claus, you know? He's got um, ruddy cheeks. Yeah, he's got ruddy cheeks and stuff like that. Yeah. And then they, they show him in the show, and he's this tall, skinny African guy. <laughs> and, well, I'm like, and I'm like, that's fine. But you can take he's like some, a side character, side but character. But you could take some limited... I mean, they, 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 like, they got rid of like one, like the one black character. I think three or four black characters in there. One of them doesn't even make it into the show. He's the, the at Jalabar Joe. Uh, uh, no, he's there. Zoro's ox is Dawn. So I think if they wanted to do no, it, no, he's like he's like the he's in, at the court. He's like a character oh, at the, at oh, the that court. Oh, that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he didn't and, make it in. And so, Strong Bellis, who was no, like, he didn't make it in. He either, didn't make no. it in either. So they race bent Grey Worm, and they race bent yeah. the the Bravos guys, and yeah. So I think if they, if they wanted in, to do it creatively it. in the games, <laughs> or in the movie, in the show or whatever, um, there's these three like witches. I don't even know if they call. Yeah, I think the three sisters or the three witches or something, and they are these awful like demon chicks. That, so make, so make like, the demon chicks black. Is that what you're saying? Well, so they can depict <laughs> themselves as anything they want. They I can say make themselves one as of anything each race. They, exactly. They can depict themselves as anything yeah. they want. In yeah. the game, they depict themselves as three beautiful three women yeah. that like try and all tempt Geralt, and they're like, "You can have us all. You can have one of us. And if you pick us, then you like ruin the world. Or you can try and save the world on your own. But there's no way out. You got to pick one of us, kind of thing. And that's kind of what the whole mm. third game is about. Look, I say just let these white nerds have this. <laughs> and, 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 and that's just, what I'm saying. Just, it's like, and I would be letting them have it. So if like, it. you turn the demon into like a beautiful Asian woman and a beautiful black woman and a beautiful white chick and the three sisters tried to tip Geralt and they like pick one of us, you know what I'm saying? I'd be like, that be, that's kind of clever. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like that's a good way to go about it. Geralt, yeah. and, and, and you know what I'm saying? Because Geralt don't care, man. He trying to get it all. You know what yeah. I'm saying? He's He is... He is sterile. He's about that. He yeah. can't get nobody pregnant. pregnant. He can't, you know what I'm exactly. saying? No one's having his baby. Nah. So, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of with uh, Corwinder. Like, it's it seems like it is, like, the socially expedient thing to do these days is to, like, gender bend a character, race bend a character. Yeah. Well, you want, I mean, like, you want your show to, to, to kind of at least appeal to all different audiences yeah you know, like you talked about the, the quadrant so you yeah, know. yeah no that's that's definitely true and i'm generally pro that but you gotta like there has to be balance like if the pendulum swings too far one way then it's just pandering right it's just like you know if your show doesn't you know have this built into it then why watch it blah 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 and so um the crones, the three crones. Yeah, that's what there, they call. there could be um, opportunities in the show later for someone of color. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. There's, I don't feel like it's 100% equal and there should be a little bit more diversity in, in certain shows and aspects and stuff like yeah. that. But I'm like, 
we don't have to fight every battle and every show to uh, make sure. I'm not that fired so about representation in the That's Witcher. what they look like yeah. for real. You can literally make them any color you want to make them. Oh, they're like hats. Yeah, they're like yeah, weird old they're crones. They're yeah. crones. but they're like literally crones. like the three most they're integral. Like, they're hags. So yeah. Yeah. So um, that's all right. Yeah, we got anything else to say on the Witcher? No, that was about it. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. Um. They they kind of keep saying there's no I mean no more games so yeah. hopefully this is that's what keep the saga going yeah, yeah. yeah. all right The Witcher watch it if you like yeah, yeah. let it be white you should actually play it play all three they cheat now yeah, yeah play, play the, the game play the they game. on Steam right yep on yeah. Steam you can get them on Xbox Live you can get them on PS Nation on there Network PS yeah word check it out okay so the the next thing we want to talk about keep it in TV show themed is uh, we're talking about some Netflix shows the Luke Cage show and I uh, watch none of this and the Iron Fish uh, show seasons two yes. just dropped uh, this summer and this fall and but my new rap aka is Bushmaster Bushmaster <laughs> Bushmaster <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Bushmaster Bushmaster Bush so um, I, I watched season two of Luke Cage uh, yeah yeah so did I I, I know Core Winder did as so, well yeah. so we'll get into it a little we can chop it up um, um, how do you know about Bushmaster um, because I, I saw he was going to be the villain of the second season in some articles, and I've actually seen him in the comics before. Um, and unfortunately, Luke Cage is pretty uh, generic as a black character, so Bushmaster was one of those more generic characters as well. Mm-hmm. Like, this show is probably the most, I guess, uh, cultured we've ever seen a Luke Cage in my town at least. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, definitely. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. I don't know if y'all know, but yeah, he, he, you know, as far as I know, yeah, his past he broke into the Fantastic Four like mansion, mansion. Or tower or whatever because he needed a ride. To, well, no, Doctor Doom owed him two hundred dollars, <laughs> and the this only the way yes. and yeah, the yeah, only yeah, way he could get. Two Doctor Doom, Doctor Doom was their spaceship. Their so he broke in, beat all of them up, and was like, "I'm sorry, but Doctor Doom owes two hundred dollars, and the only way I can get over there to get my money is if I take your spaceship." Yeah. <laughs> so he stole a spaceship and left the planet. <laughs> I don't even know if it was fake, but he no, went, it was it was Latveria. Latveria he yeah. flew because he couldn't afford a plane ticket. That's what it was. He couldn't afford a plane ticket, <laughs> he so he broke car. into the, he and stole the fantastic <laughs> plane. Son. He knew their ship could uh, wouldn't be just shot Detectable. down by uh, yeah. by Doom's. Uh, but he flew defenses. over there and and got his two hundred dollars. Yeah, and Doctor Doom didn't build his suit for repetitive attacks yeah, in <laughs> one spot. Right. Right. <laughs> so, well, well, he, well, first he, he wrecked all the Doombots. Doom oh, he broke all the Doombots. Like, Doom like, Doom. like, these Doombots are worth a billion dollars each, dude. What the fuck are you doing? Like, well, you should have just paid me. That's <laughs> what I, I love. Money, Doom. He's like punching the Doombots. Where's my money, Doom? I love so he's, very, he's very one-dimensional, you can say, in he the was, comics. You know, so I guess yeah. these shows are the most he's ever been. But Bushmaster yeah. was right up there, too. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I watched uh, one episode, and he got that weird-ass accent. And, uh, yeah, it's kind of hard Jamaican. You can't tell if it's Haitian or Jamaican. Like halfway uh, between Trinidadian and sure. It's kind of like it's, Haitian, it's the only thing you can say. Yeah. The only thing you can say about it is it's Caribbean. Yeah, yeah. It's like That's a it. general Caribbean accent. It's not. It don't come from no country. There were desperate. There are definitely some some cheesy aspects of season two. It's just like <laughs> every time, basically the 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 Jamaican gang were all running out of a of a. A cab service and the yeah. cabs the all had little little Jamaican, Jamaican flags. flags on them. So whenever 
they say it's hot in the streets, y'all, and you just see like this cab rolling by really slowly yeah. with with a with with like reggae playing in the background, like. Yeah, I mean, I like. I guess we. I like, but it just it just seemed, and probably intentionally because I feel like they, really, for the Luke Cage show, it's it's, amped up. It's 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 a, uh, it's a black exploitation kind of, storytelling. They're trying to like they're trying to own it in a positive way. Right. So season two begins right where. what was the show? The, the Defenders? The Defenders leaves off. and so For Luke Cage. For Luke Cage. And so he's gone back to Harlem. Um, he's Harlem's hero. And he's kind of braggadocious at the beginning of the second season. He's, like, really about cleaning up Harlem. He's shut down all these drug operations. And then he's... The New York media, man. Exactly. And he's, like, you know, throwing tires on, like, and doing all these, like, physical challenges on YouTube. And he's, you know, saying that, like, Harlem's mine, come at me. And then so... And Bushmasters is dude whose family has history in the crime network of Harlem. Oh, and I he thought fe- he was just selling weed. Nah, yeah. <laughs> nah, he, he Bushmaster, right? His, no, his, uh, so his, it's a big long it's story. It's a big but long story. Yeah, his his. I, dad, I'm totally joking. Oh, I know. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. It'd be funny if you didn't. I'm like, oh man, this would be good for the podcast. No, I know what he did. So yeah. Anyway, um, so he comes back because he feels like it's his uh, birthright. Bush. You know, as he says. <laughs> you see what I'm yeah, he's like you're different Harlem now, but Harlem's me birthright. Harlem is me birthright. It's me birthright. Yeah. yeah. It's pure Jamaican. Exactly. Me say war. <laughs> it is not. Yeah. They, have, they did. He he, he so, does. Um, he does dab. I, I thought like, they did a good job, but like I can't. I'm not good at telling different Caribbean accents. Yeah. Like that's I'm one. I'm from Chicago. I'm from Chicago. Like you know, yeah. I can't really tell Jamaican from Trinidadian and my grandma uh, Jamaican. So yeah. So. So like you know, they fooled me. I was like, oh, it's not Jamaican to me until like I talked to some it's people. It's like it's more like, like a first Haitian, generation, first like, generation Jamaican. They're like, nah, man. Nope. <laughs> they're it's like, more no. like it's more like Haitian. Yeah, and I was, and it's like a general kind of patois that he's doing. It's kind of like a mismatch of different things. But anyway, so uh, this guy Bushmaster is like, you know, he he and he's fighting like a two prong war. He's fighting Luke Cage on one side, and then he's fighting Maria or Mariah wow. Dillard on the other side because she's. Uh, or Mariah Stokes, as he always says, Stokes, Stokes. Um, because she, like, you know, is reigning, the reigning queen, and, you know, and she's got her own storyline where she's trying to reconnect with her daughter, and, you know, there's a whole interesting story about why she can't, um, and, and what's going on with her daughter and, and stuff. Um, I do have to say that I did enjoy the, the idea, well, it, it, one thing that bothered me and one thing that didn't, it, it's, um, it's definitely a portrayal of 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 urban black character that you don't see, and that is the politically collect uh, the kind of talented tenth, politically connected, well-to-do yeah. black yeah. family yeah. that you don't. I mean, you you might see you know like the Huxtables or whatever, but but mm. they're we'll talk about that. Too, <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> can't too soon. Can't can't yeah. talk about that. Um, yeah, or but character. No, Fa- I, I families like that portrayed yeah. Yeah. on television is is Normally a rarity, it's very or it's class. just not. Yeah, it's just not. It's not seen. And those, yeah, yeah not in that the, high echelon of yeah. power. And those people exist. But, yeah, you yeah. Know, I mean, the or the, if the Inkwell yeah, exists, the Henry Clayton Powell, you know, and you know those kind of yeah. people. And it's yeah. a, and they're all over. You know, in yeah. in Harlem. I mean, yeah. you know, black people have been in Harlem Valerie for yeah. for a hundred years, yeah. and and there are people who are successful and. Or wealthy and, and and connected politically, so, and and characters and this character, the the Stokes is kind of come out of um, 
they're they're kind of a jumped up gangster family, and they're yeah. trying to make yeah. it, trying to be like the Kennedys. They're trying to make the Kennedy right, essentially the Kennedy, yeah. Yeah. Kennedy, Don Corleone. Yeah, they're trying to. She's trying to turn the family legit. But they started yeah. and she has roots good... in uh, crime, yeah. and then their right. their yeah. next generation is supposed yeah. to become uh, legit. Uh, yeah, I mean, she, um, and Ted she, Kennedy. Yeah, and like, I like her motivation actually. This a lot. This she's trying to family first. She's trying to take something evil and bad and make it good from her point of view, and like start open these like family centers and and provide health care in you know places if you're a single parent where you can get child care and like all these kinds of things. And so like she's so it shows the like dichotomy. So she's not just right. like an evil like I want to run the world and right, and but it's be, but it's like, poison at the roots because the way she's funding yeah, it is, is, is she's funding it from this gun, gun running is from gun running and stuff like that, which was an interesting scene when they were talking about like who should take over her gun running business. Um, because much like Black Panther was about the African and the African American, what is at the root of at least the beginning of the conflict is the Black American versus the Caribbean American versus the Spanish mm-hmm. um, uh, part of the, the African diaspora who are Spanish and so like Dominican, Jamaican, or like uh, Yankee Black as they say. Yeah, and the one thing also I, I don't the Luke Cage character I would have preferred if that character. Well, I don't know. Actually, he's a he's a Southern transplant. And that's another trope, yeah. you know. He's like, yeah. you know, he's from Atlanta, so there's like, you know, like the good black people from the South. You yeah, know, yeah, these yeah, uppity exactly. Negroes are from the North. Yeah, but then you have Misty Knight, who's yeah. a native from Harlem, and he's she's a detective, yeah. and uh, yeah, and she's got an interesting story, a path she walks because she's coming out of losing her arm and. That's from the Defenders. In the Defenders, she lost her arm in a sword fight with Bakudo. And so her arc is this cool, like ableist. Uh, yeah, finding her power back and, yeah. and getting getting her mojo back and stuff. Yep. Yeah. She gets her bionic arm. And she gets a bionic arm, which from, she canonically has in the uh, in the comic. In the comics, yeah, Misty Knight. Um, and then she the quits the cops, but I think she goes back. Yeah. So in the comics, she eventually quits, and it's like and it's like a yeah. Kind of a they're, mark. If you, I've been watching Iron Fist too, and they're. They're definitely setting up a Misty Knight, Colleen Wing, Detective Agency, Daughters of the Dragon thing, which is also okay. a thing from the comics. That would, that would be dope. Okay, yeah. that's dope. I mean, Colleen showed up in this season of Luke Cage. And, I mean, mm-hmm. that's one of the things I like about Luke Cage is that, you know, like any good show, it doesn't focus on the hero too much. It, like, lets these side characters yeah. really have their moments to shine. Right. And yeah. Yeah. More, I Misty. think uh, the most of all four of those uh, shows. Yeah. yeah, you know, with Colleen and... Yeah. And Misty and all their stuff. And then Iron Fist shows up for a little bit to help Luke Cage get back on his path. The only story, the only problem I had was I really didn't like Claire this season. And I really felt... That was, that was tough, the way she was written. And, yeah. and it was... Yeah, and it was... It's clearly, it was like, some meta stuff going on. Like, Rosario Dawson wanted to just be... Be out of the show. show and out of this whole yeah. Marvel universe. universe. And yeah. she was tired of playing this character. Um, and because, so her exit, I felt, was kind of clumsy. Yeah. Sure. I felt like she was kind of mailing it in. And it was just like... I was just like... this. This is what it is to be with Luke Cage. Like, every human's going to get mad. When he gets mad, sometimes things break. Hopefully it's not you. He tries to control it. But, like, you know, that, I mean, that's, I mean, for me, it, on one level, it was very, I was actually very relieved because I just want him to be with Jessica. And then, because I want it to be like it is in the comic for them to have, you know, have their relationship. Because I think they are yep. each other's yin and yang, really. Like, you know, they need each other. Like, you know, they can both. They, you know, like it's written in right, the comics. Let's, let's both, go back to the to, to the show. origin of that. Yeah, yeah. Um, Brian Michael Bendis, uh, who's a, a, a popular comic po- comic writer, yeah. created the Jessica Jones character um, 
at, for an adult line. We're well, not adult line, but a, a, a more mature line of comics in the early the 2001, 2000s. 2002, yeah, something like that. And um, basically he tried to, to take these characters, these street-level characters, which he loved, which weren't being used. So he loved uh, he loved Luke Cage. He loved... Daredevil. Dare, Daredevil. He loved Iron Fist. Yeah. Marvel Knight series, right? Right. All, yeah. all those characters, the kind of street-level characters... And he originally wanted to use Spider Woman, who wasn't going to be, wasn't being used, and Jessica Drew, and he couldn't use, they didn't let him use that character, so he created Jessica, Jessica Jones, Jones. Yeah. Oh, um, okay. yeah. and and um, the rest is is history. But he gave them, he gave Jessica Jones kind of to to kind of embed her into the 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 universe she had, and also reintroduce these characters mm-hmm. she had uh, Bendis had her be an ex-superhero who was um, once part of the superhero community but basically was a private detective now and because uh, of some trauma and she it was a no, it was a novelty at that point and this is important to understand that you have just have a superpowered character who didn't wear a costume and didn't fight crime yeah was just, and was kind of damaged and just kind of went around, went about her business, but was superpowered, right. and the consequences of of that, of that lifestyle, um, lifestyle yeah. it was was unique. That well, was she was very grounded. Yeah, yeah. that had was groundbreaking. That, yeah, yes, that's, that that yeah. hadn't been yeah, done. I remember that. Yeah, I've never, I never saw that before. Because there's yeah. a the one. It's basically yeah. a superhero with PTSD. Like yes. you never see that. Before. And so they'd have you know just things where Jessica would be sitting having having lunch with with her friend like with Hellcat with Patsy Walker mm-hmm. you know who because she knew other superheroes and that's so that informs what the, those comics really inform what the Marvel shows are now in that in that kind of in that kind of grounding yeah and so that aspect of yeah, it yeah yeah and so um they and Jessica and Luke end up together in a relationship. Right. Because the, oh, sorry. One more thing that the the the, the um, when they introduce that relationship, mm-hmm. it's probably one of the funniest panels I've ever seen in in a comic because basically, you know that Luke that that they're in a, they've been in a relationship because one, basically you see um, Jessica coming out of Luke Cage's room with his big yellow shirt on mm-hmm. and she's hung over and she doesn't know what happened the previous night and she's like oh my god it's like oh my god why am I wearing your shirt oh what's going on so she comes out and Luke Cage is sitting at his you know at his breakfast counter like you know drinking coffee and she's like what happened last night she's like well you flew into my window broke my refrigerator told me I wasn't half the man Mac Murdoch was vomited and fell asleep <laughs> it's like a what? He's like, you flew into my window. They showed the broken window, <laughs> dented my refrigerator, they showed the refrigerator all bent up, <laughs> and, and and fell asleep. And that's the kind of relationship that they, set yeah. the tone for the relationship yeah, and, that you know, evolves. Yeah, and that's the kind of, of yeah. And that could be something yeah. very cool that they could yeah, do with exactly, the show. Yeah, you know, I wish they would interact more because like it's like she like they both need each other in a way because it's hard for superpowered people to be in relationships with normal people so they kind of like you know she needs someone she can punch to who she's not going to break and he needs someone he can yell at who's not going to like be a shrieking violet yeah you know and and, and stuff and 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 you're right i think claire and 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 
because you're saying Rosario Dawson was just like, yeah, I'm just done with this. Yeah, yeah. she's kind of like done with this. And so, um, and so, yeah, and you know, the season continues. A bunch of you know, a bunch of interesting stuff happens. I don't want to give too too many spoilers. Luke Cage and Bushmaster fight a few times, um, and but then there's a greater the kind Bushmaster. of evil that shows. <laughs> yeah, the the, the Bushmaster. Um, but they they kind of end up <laughs> on the same side. Sound is it? Yeah, uh, I, I because am the um, Ryan Stokes gets the yeah. upper hand on both <laughs> of them. Um, and then there's some interesting stuff they say about you know queer politics and, and queer men who are closeted and and going to jail and like that never get talked about um, wow. in, in movies or TV shows right. and and stuff like that. Um, and that was a really interesting storyline yeah. as well. Um, that I, I mean, oh, never, the shade the shade storyline shade, shades and Comanche and their storyline. Um, but yeah, it was all very interesting, all very well done. Um, and I love the way they ended it with like you know Luke kind of ends up on top. He's you know running he's Harlem, the new king of Harlem, and he's the new king of Harlem. And it's and it's cost him. Like he's there's like certain Cameron. friendships. Yeah, exactly. There's certain friendships he loses because he's willing to <laughs> deal with criminals and not. He realizes like trying to eradicate all crime is not feasible, and so he's like willing to tolerate a certain level of crime, and that becomes. Uh, intolerable for certain friendships for him to maintain and so right. certain people turn their back on him at the yeah, end and he's kind of all alone and the symbolisms as, as the and that was interesting too it's like when um, when Cottonmouth was running it was Biggie yeah that big the picture Biggie. of Biggie yeah, the, paintings, the paintings the paintings the, the painting office. of Biggie yeah. Yeah. And, the then, yeah. and then the Basquiat for, for Mariah yeah and um, for Luke yeah we have Marcus Garvey up there uh, no, no, Bushmaster, 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 Bushmaster Garvey Garvey up there. Uh, up I there. think what's the name? Didn't he bring back the biggie? It's not what no. He did. no, no. What is y'all? What's wrong with y'all? Get out of here! I'm done with all y'all. What did he, he do? He put Mom and Ali. Oh, no, well, that's right. Yeah, he put Ali up. That's right. Yeah. I'm sorry, man. It's a lot. It's a lot to keep to take. Nah, to take. The symbolism um, is all that matters. But also, the one other important symbolism. thing was the relationship with his father. That was really interesting. Um, because not only the relationship with oh, his father, yeah. but the fact that the guy who played his father, you know, is a longtime journeyman. I forget the brother's name. Journeyman character actor that's been in all yeah. these shows. He was it's in from the, the Wire, House of Lies, The Wire, and he passed. Then they dedicated the whole season to this brother. House of Cards. House of Cards. Sorry, I know House you of Cards. Um, but yeah, and it was so like you know his father gave you know even though they had this contentious relationship in the end they made up, and it made him stronger and like helped him figure out who he was. Um, and it, the back and forth, like that small role with that guy Piranha Jones, who they made an interesting character, and um, talked to Jones. Yeah, he was like normally a, like a, a sub boss, just like pimp guy, but they made him into an investment banker, who's this black dude. But he also had a lot of dad issues and like didn't know his dad, and and and, and his dad rejected him and stuff like that. His dad yeah. was one of these talented tenth guys who slept with a hooker, who's his oh, mom. Reg E. Kathy. Was yeah, was the guy. Yeah. yeah. Oh and man, so, that's he played. Uh, man, yeah. I, know, I, I know who he played in the Yeah. Movie. And so anyway, uh, he was the newspaper guy. He was right. one of the newspaper yeah. guys. Yeah. yeah. All, so, all the characters, by the way, in in Luke Cage, the you know uh, Cottonmouth Piranha. All these characters were kind of like these kind of cheesy supervillains yeah. in the comics, which which is really which is really fun to see for me. Yeah, but they've, they've made reimagined. But Piranha's whole speech about like yeah. you know as a black man trying to talk to your dad when it's right. you've had you've been estranged from him was like again that's something that you don't normally see you know front and center at driving a narrative. And I mean it was only one episode, but it was an overarching reflection like his lack of relationship with his father really sure. gave. 
Luke pause and being like, well, maybe I need to reconnect with my dad or else I'm going to end up like Piranha hating my dad and stuff like that. So anyway, that to see all those different kinds of narratives well that, that are strewn throughout the black community and never really talked about outside of the black community, even looked at or examined in any way, to have that as, again, the main driving force of a narrative of a network, of a Netflix TV show was really great. Right. So, and, anyway. and, and you can even talk about... Um, Misty's journey, yeah. you know, just being, you know, just yeah. coming back from being disabled so, and, yeah, ableism and, and and being a, a, a just a, a woman, a black yeah. woman in, in, in a career NYPD. and, and, and getting, NYPD, yeah. and just getting to the top and doing her thing. Yeah. 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 Not taking any shit. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Anyway. So, yeah, Luke Cage season two, check it out. It's good stuff. Yeah. Iron Fist just dropped. Iron Fist. We don't take any shit. No, we don't take any shit. Iron Fist is is surprisingly worth watching, too. First season was kind of butt. This season's better. So, real quickly, we can uh, talk about uh, Netflix. So, since we're talking about Netflix. Let's wrap it up with Netflix. Yeah, Yeah. let's talk about uh, Double Black. I had something to say about. Netflix in general, the future of Netflix, what's going on? So uh, Netflix is now doing advertisements in between uh, episodes when the episodes preload or start pre-plan when you're binging, you know, or just letting it play. Uh, instead of the 15-second countdown, you'll get an advertisement. And, you know, some people are pro, some people are against. I'm kind of just like, I think this is bad news for the future. I don't mind I'm it right the, now. I'm in the middle, man. And so I'm It's against. like everybody who went crazy over net neutrality. This is Netflix neutrality right <laughs> here, okay? That's how I feel net about neutrality. this. Right. It's the end of the because internet. Nobody man. said this shit it's is the, gonna be bad. Nobody said we gonna turn this into advertising overload. Nobody did anything, and we speculate, and it's gonna be this awful thing before it even gets into start, it. No, what happens? What happens if this turns into the one thing they need to do to make the prices cheaper for everybody? Or to keep creating the content that they're creating. It's it's, 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 it's unlikely, but it's just as unlikely unlikely as there being ads every 30 seconds like if you see on TV. That is literally their one leverage. Like, they're they're not going to lose what makes them better than having a cable subscription. Yeah, I mean, but people, they they, they pay the subscriber fee to avoid that, so... Bro, I've heard people be upset that there's 17 seconds in between the episode. (laughs) So put something on the motherfucking screen. Let somebody (laughs) see something, man. Like, you can't win with losing when it's when it comes to this kind of thing man like i just I, like I, I i feel like it's way bigger than anything else netflix neutrality well let us know in the comments how you feel about the the netflix are you pro advertisements like you know i want to hear it in the comments from people you know uh, what you think about you know netflix putting on advertisements are you upset about it do you want them to put on advertisements are you okay with it as long as it's advertisements for more netflix shows or if they're sh- selling cubic zirconium are you upset about that <laughs> yeah, you're mad about everything you can't win today you can't mr rapper tell them why you're mad tell I'm them why you're really mad I'm, I'm like society <laughs> i'm mad about everything <laughs> begin podcast out netflix neutrality <laughs>